0: How about that rain, Tommy, fight?
1: It's not stopped. Well, actually, it has taken a little bit of a reprieve right now, but I hear more is coming.
0: It's been floods. There was a guy climbing on top of his Porsche on the five freeway, and no one was stopping.
1: Someone was cleaning their car off of snow today in Pasadena. That's fucking nuts.
0: That means Erica Jane wasn't lying about the well, snow in Pasadena.
1: She lies enough.
0: No, she never lied. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> It ain't my dog, it ain't my fight. Welcome, you daring dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, what? So that means we are all the way till the dirt, until death do us part.
1: Absolutely.
0: Through the ups and the downs.
1: The trials and the tribulations.
0: The ebb and the flow.
1: Oh, peaks and the valleys. Tide roll. Absolutely.
0: Um, I think it was really good. I didn't listen to last week's episode because I knew that we were going through a lot last week, but I've learned a lot. Well, like every week I've been, I've been not even week, every day I feel like I'm becoming like a better person, or I'm at least I'm learning more about the way things that work. The story that you shared last week about your furniture that your mom worked so hard for, was such a teachable moment because I know a lot of people were deeply touched by the insight that that offers. What that symbolizes, it's just like how much you go through in life and that whole, that old adage of like, you don't know what you don't know. So if you're walking through life, not realizing the trauma that you or your partner and your mom or your best friends or your people in your community that you interact with all day, like are going through and carrying through life, you know?
1: Yeah. Speaking of last week, a lot of people asked me about the book that I read and I told them I said the wrong name on the pod (laughs) last week. (laughs) I'm te- like, I read a lot, but uh, I'm you terrible do. with names, like the authors and the names of the books. I'm terrible with it. I always have. I don't, you yeah. know. But the name of the book was not Millionaire Mind. It's Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and it's written by T. Harv Eker, and it's excellent. So anybody that wants to go pick it up, knock yourself out. It's very good. Uh, how do you good. spell the last name? E-K-E-R. and um, Ecker. Eker. I, I got E-K-E-R. this book off Amazon, and it was signed by him. So. Oh, nice. Look at that. A real signature? Yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody else that was gonna g- counterfeit T. R. Becker. Okay, uh, you really got you like
0: got, he signed that actual original, or yeah, it's like no, a he
1: signed the original. Nice. Yeah, but wow. apparently he's done it a lot because I looked right away to see if it was worth something, and it's not.
0: Just like when you um, stamp the inside of the books that we donate to Fight Club, you do the stamp on all of them, yeah, right?
1: Yeah. Well, what or. or you know, I've been going to the bookstores lately because I'm writing my book or I wrote my book and I'm looking at the illustrators So I'm just trying to do comparatives against some of the other books that are out there. And when I went to Barnes and Nobles last week, someone had signed a bunch of copies of their book. Oh, yeah. So I think people just go into bookstores sometimes and sign their books. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, my God. Yeah. I
0: will die to go and do that where like I'm filming you signing your book.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, listen. I don't know if it will ever get in Barnes and Nobles. Who knows? Sky's the limit. Let's hope. Uh, but right now, it's self-published, so it's going to be, you know, basically Amazon, uh, Ingram Spark, places like that. So
0: the we'll best say. hug in the world. Yes, that's the title. It makes me want to cry, like straight up. Like I just got to like.
1: Uh, Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I want everybody to weep. I want to collectively. <laughs> in a beautiful. Way. I want to collectively all read the book together and all just weep. <laughs>
0: Um, so it's been so cold that I've been actually able to wear coats that I've owned for a decade and never have had an opportunity to wear because
1: it's too hot and then you'll take it off and then you'll lose it somewhere. The little guy has told me like twice this week, I'm cold, daddy. He fucking never, never never says that. He's like, he doesn't care, dude. He's impervious.
0: Or if you walk into your child's room and they're sleeping on their hands, that's a symbol like that they're cold. Like I learned that a long time ago.
1: If they tell you, I see dead people. <laughs>
0: too. i mean he does say that to me he always points at the skylight in the hallway and he says mommy that's a ghost mm. i'm like it's your it's your grandpa no it's,
1: it's just your mother <laughs> you know what I mean? when she touches you you know my wife will come up to me from behind sometimes and touch me and she's got the fucking coldest hands on the planet it feels like a ghost just came and grabbed you by the neck but it's on the bright
0: side it's good for anyone to be able to dive into the closet Wear your socks with your outfit, like the slouchy socks that look cute with like the Nikes or the jackets that, you know, polish an outfit. All right, so this is gonna be a great episode and we have so many reasons why. Can I, um, let's announce who our guest next week is gonna be. Are you guys ready for this? We're gonna have Dr. Donna Dannenfelser in the studio. She's coming in person, and by studio, I mean in our house. Yeah. Um, she's going to be here to talk about her eudaimonia therapy that, um, she's having a retreat at the Waldorf Astoria on May 19th through the 21st. So I'm going to be there. Jeff's going to be there. I'm going to be doing Jeff Lewis live tomorrow morning. So, um, with his brother, (laughs) uh, Jeff's brother. Yeah, this
1: is real. It's actually today folks, meaning that she's going to be doing it today. So I don't know if that's enough of a heads up, but she'll be on Jeff Lewis live today.
0: And, yeah, he announced the last week. At the end of the week, he always says, like, his guests for the following week.
1: And what time are you on?
0: 9 a.m. every day. And people listen to Jeff later, too, just, like, podcasts. Like, you don't always listen in real time. Okay. And um, speaking of which, when you guys DM me, someone... uh, I want to shout her out, but I'm just as bad with names as you are. Sometimes someone will send me a DM, and I'll never see it. And then randomly, like, if you DM me again... If it lands at the top of my inbox, if you guys have something important you want to ask me, um, again, like, remember, like, if you guys join Patreon, I follow you on Instagram. Um, but Patreon Twitter. is
1: still, if you follow on Patreon, Patreon's still the best way because of what she just said. She gets a ton of sh- a shitload of yeah. DMs. Sometimes it just, you know, it just before you know it, you're 30 deep and she doesn't get a chance to see it. Where if you do it through Patreon, she could see it and then she might reply to you through Instagram. But you know,
0: yeah, Patreon for sure. I think next week we, um, you guys definitely send DMs regarding any questions that you have for Dr. Donna to the Till the Dirt podcast.
1: Yeah, someone also DM me too because they've been seeing the clips. Uh, we've been posting a lot more clips of the pod mm-hmm. and they asked where they could see it. You could see it on YouTube, and the YouTube is Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ.
0: So, for questions for Dr. Donna, definitely send them to Till the Dirt. Just wanted to emphasize that. Um, okay, I have a huge, huge announcement that I've been holding for two months. It is a very, 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 very exciting thing. You guys, I am officially with the agency.
1: The- not the CIA, just so people know. People think <laughs> she's not a spy. The uh, agency, Calabasas, the brokerage, the real estate firm. Yes, congratulations. She's she's already knocking out of the park. So she, we're all very proud of the wife. She's doing great.
0: Yeah. You're, I mean, I love the office climate so much. It's such an incredible vibe when you go into the office and the the agents that I work with are seasoned, you know, like my managers, they're just, shout out to Emil Hartunian. He is a G. I love him. And he's, um, and his wife and, I'm just incredibly fortunate and excited because I love working with people. I lo- like my clients are, you know, even if it's stressful because it is a stressful job, there's a lot at stake. You know, when you when you enjoy what you do, it's it's truly a gift.
1: Yeah. And love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life.
0: Yeah. And, and when that's I,
1: something I definitely want to I want Shams to know. Follow your dreams, kid. And we'll be here to support you. Do whatever it is that you need. But, you know, follow your dreams and try and figure out how you can make a living off of it. And, you know, live a happy life.
0: Yeah, and when I was talking about things that I was reading, when they say, like, even when you're hitting something, some aspect of your job that is difficult, you still can frame it in a way that you know, like... This part is difficult because not everything about life is going to be easy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and sometimes when we have this like natural resistance through like fake media, like shitty media that wants to hurt you and keep you down that like you think that you're never supposed to feel down you're never supposed to feel challenged you're never supposed to feel angry or scared or hurt or you know stressed but that's why
1: it's important to find the things that you love to do because obviously there's still going to be challenges doing it but if you love what you do you embrace the challenge you know where if it's something that every where you hate what you do and everything Becomes a challenge. It becomes a challenge just getting up out of bed to go to do it, you know? So if it's something that you love doing, your life is going to come up, man. So there's always going to be valleys to your peaks. Yeah. And, you know, but you'll it'll be a lot easier for you to get through if it's something that you enjoy doing.
0: There was a an agent that I had an interaction with that really just, like, jarred me. It, like, stressed me out a little. And I was like, you know what? I'm Take gonna a punch beat. Her.
1: I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> no, I was yeah. like, I was like. Good. That's not a good office protocol.
0: I had to say to myself something that I learned from life experience is go to sleep tonight and tomorrow, chances are you're not going to feel this way. And last night was our quality time day. Yesterday was my quality time day with you and Shams. So let's talk about last night. So it was yesterday. It was actually in the afternoon. It was like three-ish. And Tommy and I were going to go to an indoor play place. But then his friends from school and their parents said... We're all going to go to Dave & Buster's. So I was like, okay, Shams, would you rather go to an indoor play place, just you, me, and mommy, daddy? Or do you want to go to a new play place with those two kids that that being said
1: yeah that being said the Dave and Busters that we went to was a very very nice Dave and Busters the one in Thousand Oaks is for anybody that you know frequents these type of places I would give that one a shot it's tremendous it's real big they got a lot going on it was it was fun they got a lot of games
0: that's why Jamie Foxx lives there and we have been strongly considering Moving to there, even though I still still love love
1: Calabasas. I I like Thousand Oaks a lot uh, just because they got a a few good eateries that I I enjoy. But, you know, uh, it's tomato, tomato, you know, uh, Calabasas is just as nice. Yeah, that's true. You know,
0: and they're close. Yes. And Agora Hills is close.
1: The only good thing is Thousand Oaks in Ventura County, which is actually a little cheaper because L.A. County is just becoming like they just it's just a little bit highway robbery for some of the things over here.
0: Yeah, so we go to me and Tommy are in the car. Now, I always see this as like our quality time to like have small talk, but it was pouring down rain, you know, and sometimes like you and I are not exactly on the same wavelength. So sometimes we have the best conversations ever just like right in the middle of the day, like you could have been running an errand and then you catch me on the phone and we have like a good deep conversation where I feel connected to you. But then when we're in the car, I have this different expectation where I like add this layer of like, this is date night, this is a date afternoon. And if you're not right there with me, and I'm learning that this doesn't make us a bad couple or bad people or disconnected, but it's just like, if you're not right there with me, I get this like crash of like energy, like inside, I get this like, I get like sad or depressed. So I was like... Fucking relax. I'm well, like trying You definitely got to gotta work on that
1: because, uh, you know, there's no reason for you to get sad or depressed if you're not having a conversation.
0: Well, I'll get frustrated because well, I'll be like, too. how come I'll be like, well, how come when right now we're both sitting in the car shotgun next to each other? We're not just, you know, both seeing this as an obvious opportunity to make small talk because we're together. We're getting in the car together. This is like with intention. We're having plans. We're making plans for quality time. Saturdays are a day, whatever. So, whatever, we get there. And as soon as we walk in, the kid is like off like a rocket.
1: Yeah, that was, and that was a dangerous place, not yesterday, to be off like a rocket. We weren't the fucking only people in, like, oh, let's go. It's pouring rain. It's biblical outside. <laughs> Let, what can we do to keep the kid entertained? I know, we'll go to an arcade. It yeah. was fucking nuts. Yeah. It was so like, it was a kidnapper's dream in there yesterday because it was yeah. real. You know, it was real tough to keep tabs on your kid. Uh, lots of fire exits. Yeah, and lots, lots of, of flashing lights. You know what I mean. So it's a lot of things that draw their attention. Like, oh, what's that? And, they're, they're, and like she said, off like a shot. And when they like when they have a sidekick, it's even worse because it's like, yeah. oh, well, you need one of them to be like, let's go, and they take off. So it was it was uh, it, it was intense when we walked in.
0: It was intense, and it took me back to those days when. Shams is so young that he didn't know like he can't fly yet and maybe he doesn't know. He's never been lost, so God forbid. No. So he doesn't know that feeling
1: and he doesn't know that sense of like danger. I would give him a ton of credit. He uh, instinctively is more guarded than a lot of kids his age. Like He automatically knows that some things he shouldn't do without you or I necessarily having to tell him. I've been reading him a book that we got, you know, I want to be a doctor. It starts off with the kid. They, they have to go to the emergency room because the, her younger brother tried to jump off or did jump off his top bunk. And then he winds up breaking his foot. And then, you know, she goes and meets doctors. Blah, blah. The point is, he's like, you shouldn't do that, daddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, the, you you could get hurt. And so he's always had that kind of hidden instinct. You know, he could he senses danger more than I think most boys do.
0: And I also like I also talk him through it from a young age. And I was always aware of this because of my dad being so calm and explaining the why behind everything. So instead of being the one the parent that would be like, Don't do that, I would be like, Honey, be careful when you're on this ledge, because if you fall down, you can get hurt and you could, you know, like you could hurt your ankle and get an owie. Or as he gets older, I would say, like, there could be consequences and why. And I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just explained it to him, right? Because kids don't know. Yeah. And I do like it if he, like, runs, but then he'll, like, stop and turn around and look at you to check and see if you're, like, smiling or, or frown, like, but scared.
1: exactly that type of thing, He you know, where he just instinctively, yeah. and you see the other kids aren't. Last
0: night, he was, like, running around, feeding off the energy of his buddy, and, like, it was terror, because I was like, oh, fuck, like, I immediately disengage with the conversation that anyone is having with me. They're trying to talk to me with eye contact and I'm like, my ear is with you, my eyes are not going to be with you because they're over there. And like, like you said, it's, like, it's a crowded Saturday and I did not feel like standing in 10 different posts of exits and like shutting the place no. down. And, um, <coughs> no, it was so bad. It was, bad was bad not bad. relaxing. So on my way home, I was like, that was not the day that I thought I was going to have with my family. It was highly stressful and you're working tomorrow and you're going to have a really fucking hectic week and Dr. Dawn is coming and the house better be in order. I have my work cut out because I have my shit all over the place. And so I was like, "You know what? Relax." I'm like trying to literally self-soothe by saying like even though today wasn't like the your the, what you thought it would be like don't allow your disappointment to take over too much plan for a day again, like at next Saturday, you guys will do something else is basically, um, I woke up feeling really happy this morning and positive and like fresh, you know? So my point is that sometimes like not reacting to yourself too much is a good thing because you get through it
1: also sounds like you think way too much about shit, dude. <laughs> like, relax. I mean— It's just he, a Saturday at David Busses.
0: Thanks, you guys, for supporting the pod and asking us about every plate. The thing we cooked this week was a tomato pasta, and I wanted to share with you guys. It was tomato pasta with fresh herbs and Parmesan. It was 560 calories, five minutes of prep, ready in 20— When every plate sent us the ingredients for the pasta that we made, it had just the perfectly pre-measured amount of parsley, chives, the linguine pasta, the garlic, the veggie stock, the shredded Parmesan, the grape tomatoes. This has been so fun because then we didn't make that many dishes dirty. We didn't have that much cleanup because you knew what you were doing. And it was like all really nice. And like, I felt like we were eating yummy food and such a game changer.
1: It makes things easy especially when you have a kid.
0: Every plate is America's best value meal kit and the ultimate hack to do just that. Meals are 25% cheaper than grocery shopping, so you can count on the great value week after week. You don't have to make trips out of the house. You don't have to stand in lines and... You only pay for what you need because these meals are pre-portioned ingredients.
1: I like that you could customize every meal too. Yes. You know a lot of these meals this is something where you you're picking the meals, man. Uh, you'll already know ahead of time what you're going to get and everything's real fresh. It's 25 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from every week.
0: I mean, check it out you guys. You can start off your week with the right bite, with every plate's newest meal preference, nutrition and Delish. It features around 650 calories or less. They're wholesome, satisfying dishes and they help you stay on track with your goals and take out all the guesswork so you don't have to count calories and you can dig into the delicious lettuce wraps the rice bowls and more
1: and right now if you use our code you could get meals for a dollar forty nine a dollar forty nine you're not getting fa- anywhere you're not eating for a dollar forty nine especially fresh full quality stuff right now if you use the code the dirt one four nine you could get meals for $1.49. That's The Dirt
0: 149. T-H-E-D-I-R-T 149. That's up to $110 value. Did the girls that get the Audrey Hepburn sunglasses ever send a DM? Did you guys get them? I wrapped them in enough bubble wrap and like folded and taped and put in another envelope and another envelope. Nobody ever said anything. Hmm? Brand new pair of black hangover
1: shades
0: (laughs) or Audrey Hepburn shades. Well, maybe they forgot. Maybe. And maybe if you did get them and you love them or you hate them, just let me know. Consider it a poll. Okay. Last night you said something so funny because when we got home, you fell asleep pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I was tired last night, and then we were supposed to do the pod last night. So I was just like, I need to get try and get some rest before we do it, and then it just I, I was wiped.
0: Yeah, which was good. It's nice to see you take no, a nap.
1: I I didn't. I slept terribly last night, though. It's like that's the the worst part about the sleep apnea is like you hover in this almost awake and kind of sleep, and you have dreams, and they're never good dreams. Not to say that they're nightmares, but they're just never, they're, they're like- It's un- unsettling. Yeah. Perfect word. Like where you wake up from it and it's like, what the fuck was that? That sucks. What is life trying to tell me with that? You know? Oh, and that's it's just, terrible. And then it's all night. You know what I mean? So like you have one and then you have another one and then you have like another one. And it's just, like I said, I slept terrible. So. But good news is that I'm, the surgery's coming up fast and furious. It should yeah. be- I think we have one more pod before the surgery. Um, You
0: guys, 10 months before Christmas, man. I mean, literally, like... It is the end of February. Yeah. Which means we're a week away from you doing the surgery. I hope that
1: surgery helps. I do too. The company that does it, their name's Inspire, and they give you an app. And on the app, you have a bunch of other people that have the device. Because again, it's not a lot of people. There's like 25,000 people in the country, which might seem like a lot, but it's not. Right. Until, it's you know, not. It's really for our not. Surgery. Um, that have severe sleep apnea. So, the, like the ones that have had it, they're all like it's life changing. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I'm i a completely different person, uh, you know, so I'm looking oh, for to Oh, you already logged on? Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, my God, yeah. that's amazing. For sure, for sure.
0: Can the spouses also log on to the app
1: and uh, I maybe create a I mean, support you could, I think anybody could download it. I don't think it's, like, restrictive, but it just doesn't make sense for someone who's not. But there's, there's a bunch of spouses that talk about what it was like for them now that their spouse has the device. Wow. So yeah, because it's like message boards. You That's know really mean? cool.
0: Well, today I'm going to go look at a bunch of property. I've got some clients that I'm about to sell uh, their dream home to. Usually I work with first-time buyers. So, you know, we're just trying to squeeze in to the market and get a slice of the pie and become homeowners. And sometimes I get to work with people that are like, my budget is this big and we can go and find it. And so after I go house hunting... I'm going to be meeting up with Gigi and Reza, Golnesa and Reza today. So literally at the stroke of the last open house, I'm going to meet up with them. They're like, let's meet. It's really important. We haven't seen each other in a little while. And I was like, yeah. The last time I saw them was at Reza's father's memorial service a few weeks ago. i sure that wasn't a
1: happy occasion. So exactly. Like, yeah. Well, I think you're also glossing over you had the... Watch what Crappens Awards. You were, you, oh, were shit. A, you were a proud presenter. Oh, yeah, that was night. really fun. She went on the fucking... The, the, whoever, if any of those people listen, you guys should be real fucking grateful my wife came, dude. She came from far, and it was, like I said, it was biblical the other night. I think she had to, like, row a boat just on the it, freeway I to did. get there. It's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe she did it. But she she's made a commitment, and my wife has been sticking to her commitments, which I'm proud of. And she stuck it through. She went... Um, And you tell them, you know, I wasn't there.
0: Yes, so that was actually they had an amazing turnout, and I'm getting ready, and I'm like leaving. I'm real
1: surprised they had the turnout that they did because again, it was we like it like like an hour before she left. You know how you get that those warnings on your phone? Mm -hmm. We had like it. Oh my god! Basically said, do not leave your house. Don't go anywhere unless (laughs) you have to, and it's an emergency. Stay (laughs) home. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to a award show. (laughs)
0: What in downtown? Uh, yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like. Literally couldn't <laughs> be any further from our house, you know what I mean? It was but Yeah, no, you got I'm gonna find, I don't know what's <laughs> gonna
0: What it was like with those amber alerts when your yes, phone yes, goes off, yes, yes, and it said. Natural Weather Service, a flash, light, a flash flood warning is in effect in this area. This is a dangerous, life and threatening situation. Do not attempt to travel unless you are fleeing for your life.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give up on the water. Same thing, right? I'm
0: like, I can't be the one that yeah. says no because yeah. of the
1: weather. I mean, you can text him a picture of that. It would be like, all right, I would think. That's know? funny. But they apparently had a real good turnout. But again, you 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 were there, so I wasn't, so I think you can elaborate more on it. They packed the house. It
0: was the it will turn. I was like looking into the crowd, I was like,
1: wow. Is this the like, second or third time they've done it? At least three times. Yeah, you've been in a yeah. presenter at each one.
0: The second one, Bravo told me that I couldn't do it, and then Andy did it. I mean, like, he was also there. Okay. And so I was like, thanks a lot. You don't want me to do it, but you're... And so they...
1: they I remember I, you did one, and Nima actually had, like, the biggest ovation. Were I g- I did. You thought Nima had a bigger No, mouth. yeah, when you said well or the when you said that you were shocked at, uh, at the amount of people that were all about Nima when he came out on stage.
0: No, he Nima said to you he was shocked about the ovation that I got when I walked out onto stage. Well, I'm
1: not I wouldn't be shocked about you getting the ovation. I'm just I remember distinctly you saying that, that, that there were a lot of Nima fans in the audience. Oh,
0: maybe I have no memory.
1: Yeah, I know. But um, you're protesting me on it. Yeah, so we, yeah, yeah.
0: So we so, me and Nemo did it downtown. Yeah. That was the year that Bronwyn and her husband were still together. They're no longer, I know you have no idea who they are. But I
1: no idea. LeBron James, you said? Bron- Ronnie?
0: <laughs> yeah, LeBron. Ronnie. And then the following year was when Andy did it. And by the way, we want to shout out Ronnie and Ben from Watch What Crappens for having us. It was a really good time. Because of them, I was able to meet Kate Flannery from The Office. And... She has a really talented friend named Rose Abdu, who is also so awesome. So if you guys are listening, it was so amazing to meet you guys. And um, so what do we do? Like, yeah, we went there and I made a presented award. And
1: What was the award you presented for? I don't know. You don't know the award you presented? I do not know. That's awesome. I don't know. (laughs) That's awesome. It was two days ago.
0: I don't even think I did the (laughs) award. I think I just sat with them and chatted with them on stage. That's good. That's good. I don't remember.
1: Two days, folks. How many? (laughs) Less than two days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So last night at Dave and Buster's, you made a comment that was so fucking funny, but it was so inappropriate. And usually, like, if you say something that's like socially awkward, I'll still laugh. Like, I don't care. But I looked around the room and I was like, you know what? We don't know these guys that well.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Um, I'm like a tiger, bro. Don't let me out of the cage. You know what I'm saying? You told me that. I hate, I hate. like, which we we really, really are trying not to use the word hate around the little guy because we don't want him to say it. Mm -hmm. But I fucking hate cancel culture. I fucking hate the the minding of the P's and Q's that everybody's fucking doing now. You see, I barely post anymore because I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to say, well, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? If you don't like it. Don't listen. If you don't like it, don't watch it. We live in a country that you're supposed to say whatever the fuck you want. And we got to, you know, and you got to take the good with the bad. There's going to be bad. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be bad with that. There's going to be people that fucking say really vile and inappropriate shit and stuff that fucking makes your blood curl. But that's, that's, those are the ones that you have to defend the most because it gives you the ability to say whatever it is that you want. And that's what this, it's one of the founding principles of what makes this country great. And now everybody's just so scared, dude, to be themselves that, like, they're going to, and that's going to make people, you know, go off and, and form little cliques on their own and really, you know, do shit in the dark that they won't bring to light. I don't like it, man. I joke around if you don't think it's funny. Sorry,
0: you know what I mean. This time, this was didn't even have to do with cancel culture. This one was. No, right. I looked around the room and I was like, "These guys don't know me during college. So what if they think that this was oh, real?"
1: Yeah. I didn't even know what the and joke. I didn't were, know what you were talking about, but yeah, I, that <laughs> was that's an <laughs> hilarious joke.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's but a nobody joke. was willing. Everyone was. Yeah, too nobody scared. caught it. Nobody's no, no, it. no. They caught it. Oh, okay. They just didn't know. Yeah. Was your wife a whore <laughs> <Yeah>. in college? <laughs> yeah. And I think they looked at me yeah. to find out if they can laugh. Yeah. And they saw me like I
1: was like, I, already, thought you, I thought you were talking about something else. So it just shows that I was, I was firing off a few winners last night at the dinner. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, no.
0: My thing was like, OK, so when I look over at Jay and and Tom, those are the other guys we were with last night. Yeah. I couldn't laugh because I was already so stressed out about the arcade side of, side of the night yeah. that I was just irritated. I was just irri- in an irritable mood. And these guys at the table, all the moms and dads, are sitting here talking about the best burger.
1: Yeah. And what did you guys say? Shake Shack? I, I, no, what were they saying? And just to preface this, the dude Jay is... Uh, Your people. Yeah, this but this is the guy that if you listen to the podcast... The couple that my wife loves. The Brangelina. But, you yes. know, I no, call them Brangelina. But he he and I in our little, in and, and our, and our, I don't know how, whatever time what? frame you want to say that we've been friends. Okay. I continuously have tried to say things to him to make his mouth go agape. Okay. Because he's from where we're from. Uh-huh. So, like, he's, he gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at Thanksgiving, for example, when he introduced me to his friends mm-hmm. one of them was a yankee fan and i the, the first thing i said was I'd rather watch my son take a shower with Jerry Sandusky than watch the Yankees win the title. Did he think and they that was were, funny? They were all, and Jay almost <laughs> fell off his chair. Okay. You know what I mean? It was for him. It wasn't for them. You know what I mean? I'm sure all of them laughed. No, a couple of them were like, they they Pissed. they needed to see the others laugh. No, you know what I mean? It was like, uh, 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 you know uh, what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, now that they're laughing, it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, now yeah. Jay's laughing, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But it was for Jay. It wasn't for them. So the, there's been a few instances of that. And that that joke last night at the table was for him. It wasn't for the other people at the table. But I don't
0: think he was going to laugh at it until he saw
1: what my reaction was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm trying... So yes, they were talking about the best burger, fast food burgers. You know, well, Pat- which
0: one is the? which one? Who was saying Shake Shack? The,
1: Jay, I like the fries. Jay likes Shake Shack, so he was talking about liking Shake Shack. And the okay. other for the other father was telling them that they like Five Guys. That and, Five Guys is good.
0: And they went to Five Guys on the way home, by the way. Yeah. So I think I think that's the thing. Like,
1: so I told Jay, yeah, my wife hasn't had Five Guys since college. <laughs> they. Uh, no one, no one got it, man. No, no got they it. got
0: it. Okay, they okay. got it. They were like, um, "Yeah, we don't." I'm sure Sammy would have laughed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, Sammy would have definitely laughed. Sammy would have. I'm gonna sure put laughed. that one in the back pocket now for Sammy. You should too, save as a that one for fact, Sammy. Yeah, I'm gonna too because He loves to eat burgers. Like I can really bring that up in any conversation. Yeah, too. it doesn't. We doesn't even mean to. You know what I mean? Like if you just start talking about fast food, Sammy's in.
0: In 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 yeah. in. But yeah, so I was like, kind of stuck with me. Kind of, I was like, do they think I'm a slut now? Do they think that I had five sex with five guys? I, like, I didn't I was even like, know you. The, you know what I mean? Like, I,
1: I didn't even know you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I was
0: like, does Tommy think that I uh, had five guys? Like, yeah. I literally was sitting there thinking about it for like a few minutes. So I was like, who here thinks that's a joke? Or who here thinks that that's real? Including my
1: husband. Yeah, unfortunately, you were the only one I couldn't say it about. Either their wives. No, no. You know what I mean? No. Like, if it was in a situation where we were with friends that yeah. I know more, I wouldn't have used you for the joke. I would have used them. Like who? You would
0: have never Jamie said... Roach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jamie Roach. Yeah, Jamie Roach yeah. is the pit of the joke. Yeah, yeah But you yeah. never would have said it about Jessica. No. No, no, no. No, no. no you have boundaries with Jessica. Yeah. You no. never would have... Obviously, you never would say it about Craig's wife, ever. No. 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 So, it's... The people that can, is, that's always the butt of the joke? Not necessarily always, the, but yeah, I guess. I
1: guess. I guess <laughs> the people that, you know, you can land it on.
0: Like Layla. Yes. Garage. Perfect example. Okay. Yes. Because yes. you know she could take a joke.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So, yeah, the, the president of the pickle chasers. Yes. She's been coming around recently.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm excited. We need to spend time with her. You know she said she wants to get set up.
1: Oh. Look at that.
0: So there was a guy... The pickle factory (laughs) is (laughs) open. She said it's been like a year or two. Oh, yeah. Since she's had sex.
1: I I highly doubt that.
0: Oh, no. She's really serious. Okay, good. So I showed her a picture. She saw a guy from my office that was on my social. Mm. And she was like, who's that?
1: No, look at her. There you go.
0: And I was like, he's actually from up north. He's a really nice guy. He's divorced. And she's like, oh, good. Because if, if a guy's not divorced... At a certain age that means he's been single that's a red flag being divorced is actually better than a guy who hasn't been married and is in his mid-40s
1: well i think for someone that's been divorced it is like for her because she's been divorced mm-hmm. if you're not i don't think it's as big a red flag i think that it's if
0: you're both never been married yeah that's fine yeah
1: but i think if you're divorced Especially, she's got kids. You know, what I mean, there's there's amount of baggage that she's bringing to the table right away. Yeah. That if he's not been through that, it makes it a little bit more difficult. True.
0: She actually was, she was like hoping that he did have kids because then she knew that like he would want kids, and then she has less of a chance with having a guy in her life if he was looking still for looking someone for that that can have kids, and yeah. she doesn't want to.
1: Yeah. And, you know, yeah, she's, uh, she, like I said, she's just looking for, you know, to open the pickle factory up. You know yeah, what listen, I mean? Listen,
0: we all need love. Yes. We all need sex.
1: Yes, we all need love and attention.
0: Well, yeah, uh, that was fucking funny. But, like, speaking of those guys that are friends with Jay, you also told me this week that you made a joke that no, you're not joke. friends with people
1: that are come from money. No, it wasn't a joke. I was, it was talking about, The quarterback for the Jets, not going too far down the road, but I don't feel like he's going to be any good because he was born from money, and when you see him be interviewed and you hear how he talks, he talks like the bad guy in a teen movie. You know what I mean? That was dating the girl that the the, the, the guy's going to take the girl from. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like the cocky jerk. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He comes across very much like that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I don't think he's going to be successful as a quarterback, especially in New York, because there's a lot that goes into that. But I thought so the- I, I wasn't saying that just because you have money, you can't be successful. But the way that, you know, you I said think that's the way they took it. and And all those people definitely came from money. I, no,
0: the way I heard it was he doesn't care about winning.
1: No. He doesn't want
0: to win bad enough. No. But the point of this conversation is like being socially awkward and making jokes that you think put yourself at a distance from the group that you're surrounded in. Because like sometimes you, you as my husband, you and I, we're a unit, right? So when one of us comes up, we come up together. If one of us, you know, takes an L, it's our L. You know, so, like, if you're socially awkward when we're out and about, then people are going to be like, yeah, he, did you hear that thing that he said?
1: Uh." Yeah, I I don't care. Like, I personally don't care. If you got a problem, come see me. We can talk about it. You know what I mean? But otherwise, like, I don't, I really don't care. You know, sticks and stones, bro.
0: You know what I'm saying? I also don't think we have judgy, judgmental people around us. I think that. When um, I was listening to this Dr. Shafali, who we'll talk more about, hopefully we'll have her on the show one day, she's like, people need to learn not to be so offended when everyone around them doesn't agree with them and behold the exact same value 100%, 100%, or opinion about something. 100%. You should just let people know, like, we all come from different backgrounds and we like and value things for different reasons, some of, it, of which we're not even aware of why, you know?
1: Now, listen, don't get me wrong. Any particular topic, if it really has affected you in a big way, I can understand the offense. You know what I mean? Like something that might be a throwaway joke to you, to someone else that they've been through that or have had someone been through that and might really strike a nerve. Granted. Got it. But when everything fucking strikes a nerve, you need to chill the fuck out, dude. When you're getting offended for no fucking reason or because of someone else, you know what I mean? That's It's got nothing to do with you. You just live in an age where everybody's so offended all the time about shit. It's exhausting, dude. You know what I mean? And it makes me not even want to go out a lot of the times. I can't handle that. I think
0: that the people that we are around have a great sense of humor and I think and hope that everyone's like you know we all work for a living we all have goals and we don't want to be judged and we don't want to judge anybody and you personally Tommy have a gift at disarming people with your humor and you know you're smart and you have you back it up with reasons like you don't just say something you say why so I think you're more likely to be able to change somebody's mind and offer a new insight or a point of view. Well, so. listen, it's
1: the social media. I don't think aspect. you're out there like offending it, it, people all the time. No, is what I'm no, saying. no. I'm not walking around trying to piss people off. Like I said, and I'm I trying don't think you do. Joke. Yeah, no, no, but like I said, and it really is the social media aspect of it, where everybody now wants to be like the avatar of themselves, like that puts themselves on a higher pedestal than they really are, dude. Like they get so judgmental about what the next. But it's like, let me come over to your house and look in your closet, bro. And I promise, I'm gonna find a bone or two like i said man it's unfortunate and it's something that really irks me because i used to like going on social media and fucking doing posts and cracking jokes but like i don't even want to get into the arguments with people Uh, i don't know i don't know what the answer is but i just know it's frustrating then
0: if if you have the right freedom of speech then they if they want to be assholes then they have the they're exercising their freedom of speech but the difference is different it's not fun it's hate
1: speech and no the, the difference is that they're trying to mute your speech right you're not telling them to shut the fuck up or you can't talk or take away your social media they're telling you oh this guy needs to be canceled he needs to not he can't go to a job on monday he can't work anymore because he said this you yeah. know what i mean or because he did something 10 years ago he's now f- still fucked up you know what i mean like yeah. we're, we're we're rewriting history and it's like you, you gotta take the good with the bad dude you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah so what do we have to look forward to this week? A lot of work, that's for sure. I'm um, going to have to pound lots of espressos, uh, no laydowns, no stressing, just gotta go, go-go and be super positive and full of energy. And hopefully some better
1: weather. I don't know.: Yeah, no, another storm's supposed to be coming actually. But:
0: Work, 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 kidding. Not kidding. All right, guys, so go to the Til the Dirt podcast, sign up for the email, and I will be doing another giveaway. I know what I want to give away. They are brand new, never worn, and it's just burning a hole through my closet.
1: I uh March 1st is coming, you know, obviously. So if you guys want to help out with some books, please by all means send them in. Uh the you know, the books will be going out for this month. This month, we were actually able to to give out books to two classrooms, which is fucking awesome. The month that's coming, what I'd like to do, there's, uh, she teaches reading, but she needs like it for the whole grade to the second grade, so it's like three different classes, I think it's like 85 students I like to get them all the same books so if you guys, I don't know what book I'm going to do yet, but I'll have that on my Amazon wish list if you guys want to help out and help provide books for the classroom and it's in uh, Washington D.C. which is my wife's backyard yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, again and you know, anybody that's ever donated thank you, anybody that continues to donate thank you, and anybody that ever will donate, thank you, I couldn't do it without you guys.
0: Muchas gracias your readers.
1: absolutely all
0: right guys we will see you next week yeah thank you so much for listening to another episode of till the dirt with tommy and mj we're so happy you're coming on this journey with us it would mean so much to us if you would rate our show give us five stars leave a nice comment and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes if you go to our website till you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch follow us on all platforms at till the dirt podcast and on youtube at till the dirt with tommy and mj see you next week dirties